0: Hello everybody and welcome to Millennial Movie Talk episode 115, live and direct from each of our bedrooms because Australia is a fucking nightmare. I am Braden, joined as always by the wonderful Alex Lamb.
1: Parts of Australia are a nightmare, just three-fourths.
0: Yeah, I'm also joined by Steph. (laughs) That math is way off. And I'm also joined by Chris.
2: La 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 lockdown. <laughs> Here we are.
0: It's the now you might so turn the Zoom. You might be wondering, um, "Hey, what happened to Chris? Uh, Chris's webcam is fully functional, and that's exactly what he looks like throughout the entirety of the show."
1: Chris yeah. turned into an oil painting. All right, guys. Get over All
2: right, I, always, I always, have been. <laughs>
0: this is. This is just. Alex does so much CG work on the normal show.
2: That's a completely weird. The the frame rate lines up on this camera. You just can't see me move. uh, I'm moving.
0: (laughs) It's a frame rate issue. We can't fix it.
2: Sorry. It's weird. Interlacing, you know how it is.
0: Oh, hello. (laughs) How are we all doing? We're a couple days, we're only like. Two or three days into a seven-day lockdown. Well one day we're,
3: we're, like,
1: we're, we're like we're like we're day twelve one.
0: hours in. <laughs> oh, into lo- sorry. Uh, I I was thinking of when I couldn't go into work. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that was Monday. So. I went to
1: work yesterday. Fun, that's fun. Want to talk about that? Totally <laughs> safe
0: and not at all problematic whatsoever. Thanks. Big we businesses. had to wear
1: masks while working in a store that was closed to customers. Brilliant. I wouldn't want to go in there at all. <laughs> so, so, like, there's no customers in the store, but all the uh, all the people that are working and cleaning and stuff, we've all got masks on doing it, and like, it was just annoying. I just couldn't breathe.
0: <laughs> um. Now, speaking of uh, streets full of fear, uh, do you guys watch the new one? Yeah,
1: yeah. I uh, caught up on
0: all of them over the oh, week did?
1: as well. Yeah, it did the trifecta one? Very two, nice. three. I did.
2: I so noticed them get... on Netflix. Haven't haven't done <laughs> yeah, any moved on that yet, though. They're
1: that's worth a start. watch, I'll be honest.
3: I think that's... I agree with that. They were lots of fun. Uh, cool.
1: Especially number two. Number two still my favourite, I'll say that. Um, number two just had the good vibes. in a, yeah, yeah, number
3: two was more fun to watch. The atmosphere yeah. was better, I think. But, but
1: number three felt like a conclusion. Yeah, felt, I was going to say yeah. it
3: tied everything up really nicely.
1: Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the
3: ending that I wanted,
1: but... I, oh, I predicted, we can't spoil it, but like, no. I, I, um, you know, when you go on a Reddit, people will bring out theories and one of the big theories was true. Um, I,
3: um yeah, well, I I didn't read any theories. I had hoped that this wasn't like, you know, as I were alluding to it towards the end, I was like, surely not. And then it happened. I was, I was upset. Emotionally, I was upset, but it made yeah. sense. It was a good ending.
1: Oh, was it? Was it a good ending?
3: It was, I was sad about it, but. Steph you know. doesn't
1: get the pun. That's okay.
3: Oh, I don't
1: get. The, oh, I get the pun. I get the pun. Took me a while. <laughs> uh, we got there. Um, no one <laughs> No, no. Um, yeah, look. I thought this one was probably the scariest out of them all. I really enjoyed the the 1666 vibes though in the beginning. Where you know this one yeah. and this this one actually had to rely on comp- music composition and a score because they, there was no there's no 1666 bangers like they no did with the no other they other actually that they had to like orchestrate that and yeah, I thought the, the music was good. Child at the time were pretty rough. I thought I thought the music was good. I mean, and I every, like
3: the way they sort of managed to incorporate sort of like old timey speech with yeah. just modern day speech. It was well, it was enough was, to immerse you in the time without making you like, what the fuck are they saying? I,
1: a lot of people's issues with the second one was that like this is in what was it uh, nineteen seventy three and everyone's talking like they're in two thousand and twenty one. Ah. Well, oh, I didn't really get that. No, nah, never like, did. I, mean, I. <laughs> no. Um.
0: Are you talking about fidget spinners and shit?
1: Yeah, they're talking about PS5s and I'm like, fuck's going on with. <laughs> Um, this No, but this is definitely, I think this is my second favourite. I'd say I like one a lot, but I think one is probably the weakest out of them all.
3: I agree. One was like setting up the story, I feel. Yeah. Um, number three, I, I would say number one was the weakest in my opinion as well. And I think our letterbox scores reflect that. Number yeah, I two, I three, gave, pretty much on par for me.
1: I think I gave one, three, and then two and three, three and a half
3: that's the same as me yeah
1: yeah uh they're just really fun and I, I advise everyone just to watch it if they just want to watch some fun movies obviously they're not perfect there's things wrong with them but you know when you just have fun with the movie who really gives a shit yeah especially with a horror it.
3: movie you don't really expect much from the get-go but mm. i think this was an exception it was actually quite well made and it was fun and it was scary it was everything
0: yeah, I saw a headline today about um they wanna like the director kinda of wants to make this like a MCU of horror genre stuff.
1: I would be okay with that because there's a couple of the killers which were really scary that they didn't mm. they, they didn't get a lot of showcase a lot, especially the the little kid with the mask and the bat.
3: Yeah, that kid. He just rocked up towards the end and I thought yeah, he's someone. Was, wanna... he's
1: creepy. Um but, I wouldn't mind yeah. a
3: bigger world building. Yeah, you yeah, stories.
0: If they yeah keep doing new new like a new story which also is a trilogy that ties into stuff, like I, I think it'd be really really interesting and I think it works I actually did in
1: like the
0: current media climate
1: because low key spoilers for this not really but the first half of it I say majority of it set in sixteen sixty six yeah and at the end it cuts back to nineteen ninety four and cool. I did love the title chart card coming to say nineteen ninety four part two. yeah actually i like that
3: too yeah the the entire sort of trilogy is set in 1994 yeah but they use 1666 and 1978 or 73 or whatever to flashback as flashbacks the the whole film
1: the whole second one is 19 like they the bookends are like and by bookends i mean the first two minutes and the last minute are uh 1994 but like the whole hour and 50 in the middle is they just use 94
3: to sort of ground the story as yeah. to why they're going back in time to these others.
1: Yeah, it, It's just there to push the story forward. But That's very cool. They do it well. And uh, I would be excited. I'm, I'm kind of eager to see what else they do. Uh, I do think, though, it benefited a lot coming out on Netflix because I feel mm-hmm. like it people would have been less open to it if they did the original plan. The original plan before COVID was they were meant to come out last year and they were meant to come out in theatres one month apart from each other. Oh my i God. wouldn't have been
3: so on board with yeah. that i don't think i would have committed to seeing it all that's, yeah. a,
1: that's a lot of money yeah mm-hmm. so uh i think it's probably smart that they did it this yeah, way I, they, they got in front
0: of a much wider audience they and yeah. i i've the community i've seen come out of it because I, there's a, like a fair plot line of lesbianness is what i've seen yep. um, oh, yeah which i can totally get behind but yeah i've just seen people all over my instagram being super excited about it so it's, it's very lesbians been in all that. we're all about it. Um, what me. else is, has is people been watching this last week, Chris?
1: What have you
2: been watching? Mm, a <laughs> magical, I've been in, away in a magical, magical realm, <laughs> when, Great uh, Britain, <laughs>
0: Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Abbey.
2: No, we've been to Hogwarts, and Ooh. uh, I'm what seven years in, six years, seven years, six, six years in uh Half-Blood Prince the last one I watched and it's actually I might have a new favorite to be honest now that I'm going through them again now that I've looking at them from a, a critical point of view maybe mm-hmm. um and so Azkaban has always been my favorite but H- Half-Blood Prince though like it's got such a vibe to it it's, it's like really upbeat and like fun it's a really Half fun Blood
3: Prince like the worst critically received
1: one no that's I think Deathly Hallows is Part Two. No. I think Deathly Hallows Part Two is
2: The final one.
1: No, that's the first part. Oh, no, Deathly
2: Hallow's Part, part one. one, sorry. Yeah.
1: I think that one's the the weakest either. Yeah, that that's or um
2: two. that's um Harry, Ron, and Hermione Horcrux hunting adventures.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah. still good, but it's not great.
2: Yeah. But um, you know, this is the last, I guess. Year at proper year at Hogwarts with classes and stuff.
1: I know, and you Half feel it prince. at the end.
2: Yeah. You get oh, sad. of course. And the end, it's all over. Like, yeah, okay. exactly. So, so, like,
0: tomatoes meter just very quickly. The bottom Harry Potter one, uh, not including Fantastic Beasts and Fantastic Beast Two, which are nine and ten. Um. Uh. Definitely. Uh, Definitely, Hallows Part One is the lowest, and then Order of the Phoenix.
1: That's bullshit. Order, Order of the, the Phoenix. Phoenix that's great. right. Sorry. Order of the, Order Phoenix, the Phoenix is good. Is
2: good. But it's on a different vibe as well. But yeah, half blood prince is the one where the first one that stuck out to me. I don't know who directed it. I, I haven't really looked into any of these in terms so of like that the, kind of look.
1: The directors of five, I believe five, six, seven, and eight are all the same guy, David Yates. You are correct. Okay.
2: Um. Yeah. Because yeah, such a different feel to half blood prince. But um, I love it. So why maybe, are you choosing to
3: rewatch them all, Christian?
2: Uh. Well, you know, we're on Netflix Watch, and <laughs> Netflix decided to just pop them all up. And we got okay. some free time on our hands. So, yeah. Yeah, I just I just decided to give them a go. Cool. It's been, I, um, a, it's been a good time.
3: Like I said, we're, we're 24 hours into lockdown. I've, I've watched The Room already. So. <laughs>
2: nice. How's that?
3: Uh, it is so, so bad. Actually, I didn't watch it during lockdown. I, I went away for the weekend with my friends. And one of my friends was like, I really just feel like watching The Room. And I wasn't feeling the best that day, so I was sort of just sitting on the couch, just watching the movie, sort of hazy. And I was, I was like, "This movie is trash." I feel, I feel really bad for Tommy Wiseau because he loves, like, he loves this movie so much, and he put so much work and money and effort and time and passion into it, but it just sucks.
2: Yeah, but isn't that the whole thing in, um, in the room? Like when he, when everyone loves it for the wrong reasons, he just immediately is like. Ah oh, yes, it was great yeah. comedy whole time. Of course, <laughs> I, oh, <yeah. laughs> like,
1: did you See, did you I mean, at least I... did you at least watch the Disaster Artist after watching the Room? I no, like... I've, I mean I've seen it before, but no,
3: we did not watch it consecutive. It was not consecutive. I watch. feel
1: like that's the only. Uh, I feel like that's the thing to do, though.
3: You know, I'd agree with you, but the Room was up on YouTube full, and we didn't have any sort of other way to. Yeah, we just sort of put yeah. it on.
2: But, Yeah, Fair I wouldn't enough. feel bad for the man, like, I feel like it's it's done well, and he's p- certainly played to that. So,
0: mm. I feel like nowadays he's leaned into it 100%.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. um, anything else, stuff, Steph? Nothing else on the list?
3: Nothing else that won't be coming up later in the show. All
1: right, well, um, I'll, I'll drive this segue over here because I've been watching Fast and Furious one to uh-huh. three. That's right. <laughs> Brain's not the only one that can drive Segways. Now, look, this be a quick thing because I'm not going to make it a big thing, but Alex's gripes is coming back for a little bit. Oh, it's back, baby. Um, Do you want to see something really annoying? So obviously last week Alex's gripes was with the Postal Service, right? Yeah. Well, Uh, Alex received his items. Hell yeah. And they're in this box here. Look how annoying this is. Look at the spines. What? Oh, Ooh. Ah. Ooh. look at the spines. What's going yeah. on here? So let's talk about this. Let's break this down. So yeah. these are all, these were all manufactured and released at the same time, except for <laughs> fate. Fate is new, technically new, but all of these were done by the same people. So for some reason, the first three, they did not want to put numbers at the bottom. <laughs> right. Mm. And then we get to four four and five and they say, you know what? Let's do away with this picture. Let's do away with the pictures on the spine and then yeah. they get to six and they go, you know what, we're gonna put six oh, in the slipcase. <laughs>
2: we're
1: gonna put we're gonna put six in a slipcase and none of the other ones.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but also with six and seven, we're gonna bring the pictures back
2: so i would argue that like on too fast too furious like it's in the name but then they haven't removed the numbers oh they have for four four's got fast and furious then straight into the four on the the box the other ones say fast and furious five then the five yeah i think it it just solidifies how poorly named
0: they how they can't (laughs) consistently keep to
2: a title yeah that's not even with the title it's like that was an attempt to have oh, the boxes be in unison. But they I, yeah, well, it makes no sense at all. There's
1: no consistency here at all. Not oh, even in nice. only Why thing nice. is
2: four not say four as well? <laughs> why, why is six in a slipcase and the rest aren't? Yeah. <laughs>
0: the slipcases, <laughs> and the pictures and the, oh my god. Wait, the
2: final one didn't even have a number. <laughs> it's because <terrible>. yeah. <laughs> wow. My God. Uh, uh, that was a bit of fun anyway
1: that's atrocious so I've been watching one to three and uh you know what two ain't bad um uh two's a bit of fun thank I think you
3: po- thank I think, you finally
1: it's definitely not the best it's not the worst now I believe I think technically three and four are probably worse than two mm-hmm. but I have them all rated the same and I think I just put two above them if I were to put them on a scale even though they've got the same rating. Uh I just like Roman, we hungry and then at the end where they realize they shows them that they've just stealing the money in his pants, that's great. But um, Yeah,
3: Roman is what carries number 2. But number two's is just fun. I mean, yeah. we all know I just how it is. And
1: it has got Paul Walker. Movies, but... I like Paul Walker. Man, I like Paul Walker. Man can't act very well in the first one, but um you know, the first one's iconic. He learns He learns <laughs> the first one's got so many iconic lines in it but yeah uh i saw a new movie in theaters as well Ooh, um before this, we this is before we. no i went today <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, really quiet for some reason yeah <laughs> um it's called nine days i <gasps> i think we talked about this a long time ago when the trailer first came out
0: Yes, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very excited for this movie because I keep seeing ads on Instagram for it.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know it was coming out. And then I looked last week at uh, Palace Nova Times and I saw it was showing, so I was like, I'll oh. go see that. I had no um, idea. This yeah. is the one that
3: you texted me. You told me to uh, get on it.
1: Um, so this one, it stars Winston Duke. He Everyone should recognise. You won't know the name probably unless you're Braden and I. Um, but he was in Black Panther. He was in Us. He's been in a few other things um he plays basically what what it is is there's this place where um how it works is before people were born their personalities and them they are judged by a person and he decides out of maybe seven of them which one gets to be born and live a life on earth um and Winston Duke plays this examinator um he was a lot he had like he was a human on earth and then He lived his life and now he was selected for this position. Um, So now his job is to interview about seven people and then he gets to choose. And uh, it's just a really good film. Like Mm. everything about it is just really solid. I gave it four and a half out of five. Um, Really, really enjoyed this one. I thought everyone was sensational in it. There's just a lot of things that make you think about it. It's like all about viewpoints on life and stuff and, um, you know, dealing with stuff that's happened and, you know, like what what to look for in life, like how you can see the good in some things and then how people see the bad in other things. Um it's also starring Zazzy Beats, Bill Skarsgård, uh Tony Hale, um Benedict Wong. um I feel like I'm missing someone, but I there's def- yeah, there's definitely a bunch. Um, um definitely anyway. those and it it's yeah, I, I really enjoy this one. I'm I, I'm excited to see it again, but I think everyone should watch it.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm very excited for that. I had no idea oh, yeah. that it was already
1: out, so yeah. that's uh, that's very good to know. I will see it when I can. Yeah. I'm annoyed, though, because two things are meant to come out tomorrow, and they're only coming oh. out in theatres, and they're not coming out, and, and now you can't go see them. That is oh, old, that? Old, old is meant to come out tomorrow, and G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes. Oh, Snake Eyes meant to come Ah, oh. It sucks. I was going to go see them, and now I can't. Man, I didn't know that Henry
3: Golding was in the G.I. Joe movie.
1: Yeah, good. That means no. playing the character well.
3: I did not know that until I saw the trailer last night, and I was like, "What?" And now, all of a sudden, I want to go see GI Joe, and I'm upset <laughs> that I didn't pick it in the sweepstakes. In our little, in our in our little thing that we've got. Oh, we'll on.
1: get to the sweepstakes after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: We'll definitely get to that.
3: But old, uh, that's yeah. I want to go and see old just out of curiosity. It's I, piqued my interest. Look, Are these gonna be really bad?
1: Look, M. Night's films are never boring, all right? They're, they're always either, they're one extreme or the other. They're either great or they're either really bad.
2: Yeah. So you're
1: always getting getting some fun out of either one.
2: <laughs> so how are we going to experience this? Like, where are we going to watch it?
1: Old. Uh, yeah. Hopefully in a cinema in a week from now.
2: <laughs> hopefully, you <he's> say? <saying.
1: laughs> um, I hope so
2: too.
1: I hope I'm not old by the time I get to watch Old yeah <laughs> uh, we we like the singers here don't we <laughs> goddamn one-liners all day every day
0: whack it on a t-shirt folks
1: uh i also watch Moneyball, but like i think everything that needs to be said about Moneyball has been said everyone should watch it it's a great film yes very nice brayden hello what have you been watching uh i mean literally one of the
0: main things that i have just been thinking about constantly um and having discussions with at work with heaps of people um, is about uh, Loki and the fact that season one is finished and we had our finale and we can finally talk about it. I
1: binged it all today.
2: Good work. <laughs> Very good. good
1: Christian, work. have we
0: watched Loki?
2: No, we have not.
0: <laughs> You're getting, uh, well, we're going we're gonna to talk some spoilers because
2: look, we, we're going talk so, about it a little bit. I got so much Marvel to catch up on. Right? <laughs> I just it can't, I can't do it. I'm just, sorry. It's a lot. Not too much. There's a lot, and there's only more coming. So I know they they're producing them faster than I can watch them. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay, like it's uh, very very true. I have the man to do?
0: But yeah, uh, with the finale out and season one done and dusted,
1: what did what did y'all think about it? Definitely my favorite out of the um the the three. But with yeah. saying that, I don't really have the urge to go back and watch any of the three. Like yeah, nine,
3: but. I don't know if they're really if they're made for rewatchability.
0: I, Cause, I mean,
1: because they they feel
0: like a very long Marvel movie. Yeah,
1: I, I think Loki had the highest of the highs, but also maybe had some of the low lows mm. in it. Um, definitely, the lamentous episode. If we're talking about the season as a whole, um, mm. is just the definition of a filler episode. It. Um, it-
0: it it bogs down it, so basically this is like a Doctor Who type adventury time like space adventure show. And it's a bit X-Filesy and a bit, you know, all that weird stuff. Um and then they take episode three to really focus down on connecting Loki with
1: Sylvie. But here's and- the thing, they they took that time to basically go, all right, we're gonna really gonna learn things about these characters. Yeah. And in an hour-long episode, we learnt two things about her. Yeah.
3: Well, I'd say my biggest gripe with the whole series is that I, like, I love Tom Hiddleston. I love him as Loki. And I, I actually really liked the actress who played Sylvie. I think she did a really good job as Sylvie. My my, my biggest issue with it was that I didn't really buy the chemistry between the two. Like, I could be in the minority there, but, like, there was meant to be this I whole thing where that. he's, like, falling in love with himself and he's such a narcissist because she's, like, <laughs> Loki but she's kind of different and, and she's – I – I I just didn't
0: see the chemistry i will say i'm i'm all for the hilarious and absolutely perfect character choice for loki to fall in love with loki but i 100 thought and like i've seen videos of people online absolutely freaking out over the moment in the finale where they actually you know smack on Kiss. um but i i thought that was the weakest part of that episode i was i was really like oh okay. Yeah, yes. there was
3: no real, like, I like really... I said, I just didn't buy it. Like, I, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't I think... shipping it so hard. that like, I don't I don't know if it was the character, the actress, even though I thought she did a good job with Sylvie. I don't know if it was just, like, the way they interacted
1: with each other or mm. what. I, but... I think with that, especially the last episode, man, if you knew, because a lot of people who are watching it wouldn't know that Jonathan Majors has been cast as Kang in Ant-Man 3. Yeah. So when he appeared, I feel like, to me a big thing I got out of that last episode, which is why I liked it a lot, was that I went, Oh, okay, they're actually doing this. Yeah, so like like I, I feel like WandaVision kind of set up a lot of expectations and didn't pay off, especially with who's gonna be building the like that was such a big thing of mm-hmm. who this person that Monica's messaging to come and build this thing for them right. to get through. And then there were so many little fake outs. Yeah, and for that and then and then Pete uh Pietro and all that. Um, mm. But for them to, lo, what was so great about Loki, because I feel like everyone thought that it was just going to be another fake out, mm. um, is that when you saw Jonathan Major sitting in that elevator, you just went, oh, we're doing this. Okay. I got
0: so excited. Oh, my God. I was so, and I'm, I was loving the energy he was bringing
1: I, this I, variant of himself. I think it's a great idea to have him play someone who, who he's playing Kang, but it's not, the, it's it's a variant of Kang who's just yeah. like get ready <laughs> to get um to
0: get into some comic book lore for you guys. Um so th- this version of Kang which is he who remains um also in the comics known as Mortis, I think. Um <coughs> there's also uh in the comics there is a council of Kangs which are kind of like it's a group of good Kangs who try to like Stop the bad Kangs! And it's it's such a ridiculous concept. Kang is everyone and no one and at all times, always. Um, so I'm very excited to see what they can do with Jonathan Majors maybe playing many different versions of Kang. Um, again, I was say, loving the energy he was bringing.
3: Yeah. After he, credit scene it was pretty like oh, season two. Season two. That's it. So that's will, cool. We'll get to flesh like that out that. a little bit more.
1: I very well, much here's like the thing. That. It's like, are they gonna? Is season two gonna come out before Ant Man? Yeah, got, yeah, That's got, the question. Now. We got a lot of MCU to get through before we even might see season two of Loki. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be like one of the only TV shows ever where like you can't just go from season one straight mm. at the end of the season one finale straight to episode one season two because surely we're gonna have to watch Multiverse of Madness. In I was gonna
0: say I, I I feel like season two has to come after Doctor Strange two at least
1: at least if not like if not just before Ant Man maybe as well. Yeah. Yeah, and but I don't, I don't
0: think we'll see heaps of, pages in Loki season two. I think no. it'll be like bits, but it won't be. I mean, he won't be the main character of it. He's the new Thanos, so mm, he's he's the new big bad, and I'm very excited about it because I'm 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 very keen to see everything they do. Also, just how visually like nice was that entire uh, conversation? Yeah. Scene?
1: Yeah. Oh, um, I thought I thought I, was, I thought you were talking about the multiverse itself. The multiverse looked like a ner- nervous nervous oh, system. That was, that was really cool. cool. I, I think, did like that.
3: I think um, it's interesting though. He's really interesting as sort of like a villain because mm. he did pose some thought-provoking questions about the idea of like, well, you know me as the bad guy. Yeah. Or you can go into the unknown and potentially bring about like, what's worse.
0: Yeah, it's like I am I'm the I'm the smallest of the multiple evils.
3: Yeah, I think he was very complex compared to Thanos, at least in what mm. he was trying to achieve and, and who he was trying to present himself as. Yeah. But I also hope that Owen. will we get more Owen Wilson because we will
0: definitely be getting more Owen Wilson. I, I, just, sure. I,
3: love, I think Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston had more chemistry than <laughs> Sylvia and Tom Hiddleston. Like I yep. just
0: 100 percent. I, I was all for it man and also now that we can actually talk about it fucking Richard E. grant coming in here as classic loki and just like all the fun little surprises in uh episode five i was i screamed at one point because of fucking throg in a jar uh
1: yeah look still favorite out of the three definitely um Exc- I'm just more. I'm very excited for What If, though. What If has always been oh. my excited. Uh, sorry, favorite out of all the ones coming out because I think What mm. If has the potential just to be a lot of fun. Yeah. The fact that we're now so when they announced that they're doing What If and they
0: showed it off and everything, it was like, all right, cool. They're doing What If like the comics. Like that's great fun that they can just tell these alternating stories. They've basically made it canon for the MCU now with all the different branching timelines. Yeah. And I'm so here for it, it's only made me more excited. Well,
1: moving on from that. How long have we been doing this so far? Uh, I'm not too sure. I I have no idea. I forgot to turn on the thingy. Uh, It's okay. We can wing this. Um, We had a bet last week, a deal we would say, Mm. last week that I had to watch one movie and y'all had to watch one. I'm and if you'd be- like
0: to suggest a bet at any point in time, you can support us on Patreon.com Patreon. slash millennial movie Talk. Give us
1: money. Like
0: the amazing folks who do. Um, so we just want to shout out the amazingness of Mark Fleer, Jai Perry, and
1: Jonathan Edge. We do Thank love so Jonathan much.
3: Edge, Jai Perry, Mark Fleer.
1: Oh, I like the idea of putting Jonathan Edge first so we can still get that Mark Perry uh Mark Jai Perry Mark Fleer. So like Jonathan Edge, Jai Perry, Mark Fleer. Like so we that. just
0: add whoever yeah. joins to the start. Exactly. So that it still always ends with the Jaguar
1: you. Yeah. you got you to gotta end it on, on the rush.
0: I like it. I think Chris has fallen asleep with all the Marvel talk.
2: No, we're here. We're here. Just <laughs> writing my latest review for <laughs> Harry Potter.
1: Oh, I liked it. That was a good one.
2: Oh, nice. Nice.
1: It's good. Um, oh, my God. So, look, I'm not going to lie here. I have 37 minutes left of Zulu to watch. Um,
2: How do we feel? How do we feel so far?
1: We're liking Zulu. Michael Kane in this film where he's just calling everyone old boy, old sport or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, is he's definitely not what I thought Michael Kane would have been like in this film. Um, but look, it's, it's, it's good. It, I like it so far. It's definitely, I like, I've always loved the, the concept of a small group of people preparing from an attack from a larger group of them. Seven Samurai is very much like that. Um, and I thought this is another one of those films that work really well so far. I like the characters. I like the guys hanging out in the medical, like the injured guys and the one who's not injured at all, but he keeps saying he's injured. Um, yeah, uh, Hook, I think. Yeah. Hook. Yeah. Um, and and his scene with the guy who he's meant to be taking care of, or he just keeps saying he's taken care of, and he suddenly gets a burst of energy and drills into him and then he collapses. I really like that. Um. Interested to see how it ends. Um, based on history, though, you know how it ends. Um, <laughs> how do you like the
2: depiction of the Zulus at the start?
1: At the start, yeah. Oh, the when they're doing the the was it the weddings?
2: Yeah, they it's have, like a marriage ceremony. Yeah, the
1: marriage ceremonies that was cool. Um, it's always in. Uh, it's always nice seeing culture like that, where, even though they are technically the bad guys.
2: Uh, I no, I, don't know. I
1: mean yeah. Like the uh, films from the British perspective, so yeah,
2: that's true. That's uh, true. I
3: suppose. But I wouldn't say it, they're the bad guys though. They're more just the, um, like yeah. When I watch obstacle. this, I don't
2: get like a good bad kind of vibe. If anything, it's like the British are the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: yeah. Even though it's not from the British perspective, they're not the the Zulus aren't antagonistic. They're just more obstacles. Like I like you know? I mm. like
1: the main guy, the the one who takes over control from Michael Caine, and Michael Caine never lets him forget it.
2: Um, yeah but at uh, least Michael Kane does Kind of realise that this yeah, guy Knows what he's you know, doing and he kind of lets it happen he, he looks He's pissed like, off at the start
1: He looks like Sean Connery but he also Doesn't look like Sean Connery at the same time okay. Like I, I feel like I've seen this guy in multiple things Like he's got, he just looks so familiar and I think He kind of looks like Sean Connery Like a young Sean Connery
2: I, He looks like someone but I can't kind of place it yeah, that's awesome I wouldn't say Sean Connery I was talking about
1: the man yes, John yeah,
2: I think that's who you yeah.
1: meant. Oh, he doesn't look like John Cleese to me. Because I, I do I mean, like
2: the the sergeant character as well. He's good.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see how it ends. Well, I'm excited to see how the rest of the movie goes.
2: <laughs> yeah. how
1: falls. Uh, I can't. Yeah. And um, yeah.
2: Did you get that eerie, suspenseful feeling before oh, the yeah. eve of the battle? Yeah, I thought oh, yeah. It, it was done well.
1: Uh, and i like that the um it shows that the zulu tribe ha- it, it, like the f- for i was expecting cuz how the film was going i was like are they just going to depict the zulus as like um savages and like they just come in but they've actually got tactics and battle plans
2: yeah as soon and, as they're like working stuff out you're like oh um yeah. this is scary like <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: like you just like cuz when they go and like they're talking about it, you're just like oh so the only issue here is that they're outnumbered um like it's four thousand to how many do they have? They have, uh, how many? Or something, how, many yeah. how many British? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and so but then they start actually using proper tactics and battle plans. And I'm just like, this is good. I like this. Like they're more than just numbers.
2: Spooky yeah. man. Spooky Zulus. Hundred
0: and fifty British soldiers, thirty of whom were sick. Uh, four
1: thousand Zulu warriors. Yeah. Oh. That's a that's a three hundred situation. It is. Now, anyway, in exchange, make, can we just agree better than you thought?
3: Better than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I can say that.
2: Yeah, I'll say that. Sure.
1: Jason Statham holds the film though, doesn't he? One hundred fifty.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I lost at uh, him talking about um. Oh, Chris, what was the he gambling he All did? All the
1: different shit he
3: does.
2: How, <laughs> how good? He's just an idiot. Yeah.
3: yeah i was gonna say i'm not used to him playing that character like he's always like he could be the spy in anything or the yeah. mor- like the, the yeah. tough guy but he's a total best. moron he's yeah,
2: dense ass he shit talks shit about like great. poisoning himself competition or yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's and good. he's so oblivious
1: he's got he's getting like he gets his bag swapped and everything and he's just like he's the worst he guy. has no idea <laughs> and i love them they're tricking him with the face-off machine that's great <laughs>
3: Yeah, oh, I have yeah. a newfound respect for Melissa McCarthy as well. She
2: was better she, like she was. I have to agree. Yeah, she was actually made for this role or this role was yeah. made for her. Like wasn't I, I was I was getting the jokes. It was I was feeling yeah. it. I was feeling the vibe for once.
1: I was right. It like it's it's Melissa McCarthy who doesn't start out doing Melissa McCarthy. Because when I think of Melissa McCarthy, I think of, you know, she's just like this low life swears vulgar person. And mm. and in the beginning of the film, she doesn't start out doing that, but she has to then do that to fit in to her to her uh, cover that she made up for herself.
2: Yeah, and that's where it kind of lost me. It's just the, the language. Same. I was yeah. just really didn't appreciate the rest yeah, she, of she, hearing she, the rest of that film.
0: I enjoyed I like Jude Law, the star. Oh yeah, love Jude Law. Jude Law. Jude Law and Jason Statham, I thought were great. Did um, you lose it
1: when he sneezes and he shoots a guy in the oh head? My- <laughs> God. <laughs> for, for
0: parody of the genre, like those moments were what I thought was the strongest. and that was yeah. the,
1: Those were the parts of the movie that I enjoyed. And this is the guy that directed Bridesmaid, so he knows how to direct a comedy.
3: Mm. I reckon the yeah. weakest part was probably the British friend, her little British friend.
1: Yeah, she she's Madoc- a jokes. Bit... Yeah, I agree uh, with that. They weren't bad, it was just the weakest part of the film. I like Rose... I like Melissa McCarthy's subtle jokes to Rose Byrne about like oh thank god your hair broke your fall like,
3: yeah.
1: stuff like that was funny and yeah.
3: It was a like, lot of fun it was better than I thought mm. Jason I actually Stathen. watched it twice in one day because I watched it and I thought mum's gonna love this and then I showed <laughs> mum that night
1: When Jason Statham comes in at the end he's, he fucking just slips and stacks it Yeah, this... yeah. And then he's driving <laughs> off and it's a caught lake on the handle. <laughs> he's just, he's <laughs> driving off and it's just like so I'm gonna tell him it's a lake <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was better than I expected, but I still didn't enjoy it a whole lot. Um, it's yeah. just not—it's not my kind
2: of movie. I mean, I
1: give—I give it three and a half. I would say like,
2: very similar things. No, yeah.
1: I gave it three and a half. I think Yeah, you yeah,
2: give it three and a half as well. Which
1: I is fine. Like it's yet, a seven out of I ten. Really I liked just it. it. Yeah, I—I I remember seeing it in theaters and being pleasantly surprised.
3: What about yeah. when she first kills that guy and? she doesn't mean to and then she accidentally like spews up all over him and then Mm. it's just in the slow-mo and then she spills the knife onto him and like even bits like that. I found it, actually laughed out loud. I found it pretty funny. Did you LOL? I did LOL.
0: (laughs) I don't think it really at any point made me laugh out loud. Some parts made me giggle but, again, that's personal preference. So
1: Yeah, to me it's just, it's Jason Statham and then some other bits of like, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd be sitting at like a two and a half. Oh, well, that's fair
0: enough.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, that was a low. We hit a low. I was well, well, we're that. on Zoom. That usually happens with this. Yeah,
2: oh, it's it's was get that vibe gone. it was, it was, it was a pure lag. Pure
0: lag. Everyone's internet cut out for a second. Yeah, don't worry. Lag. We're professionals, everybody. Alex, I'm trying to stall so you have time to get your deets up. I got to There we go.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't have cue, my music. Cue,
0: cue, the, cue the music. Everyone just pause for f- five seconds.
1: Oh, okay. all right, we're back, everyone. It is box office time, baby. We've got all the stuff here, we've got all the numbers, all the monies. That's what handles about the it.
0: financials.
1: Here we go at number five Christian, the boss baby, family business. Yes, in its third week at the box office, made 4.7 million dollars, 46.7 drop off from last week. Uh, it's made a worldwide gross of 39.8. Zero dollars. So thirty no thirty-nine million uh of a eighty-two million dollar budget is sitting on a forty seven percent run tomatoes with an eighty-nine audience score. That's rough. So audience Ikes. audiences like it. It's not the last on this list though. Uh coming in at number four, he's not here, but F9, the fast saga in his fourth week in the box office. Um fourth week and it's in fourth place. Yeah, look at that. Fourth, it's, fourth, it's dropping ninth. Yeah, it's dropping fast because it 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 made seven point six million dollars, which is a thirty two point nine percent drop off from last week. It's made, although it has made five hundred and forty four point one million dollars worldwide <laughs> oh, of a two hundred million dollar budget. The family are rolling in it. The family That's are rolling. Insane. Do uh, we
0: think they will actually end the franchise after the next
1: one? I think they will. I'm going to be honest. I think. My I oh, God,
3: I hope so.
1: <laughs> I think. I think 10 will be the last one, but I think you will see way more spin-offs coming.
0: We're going to enter a point in time where Fast and Furious is ending and Mission Impossible is ending.
1: That's don't that's my two favorite franchises. So what what, what something has to come to take its place. What will we have? We need another fran- we need another cinematic universe, guys. They want to do a
0: I saw that the uh, the John Wick spin-off might be being a TV show now.
1: Oh, the Continental
0: yeah, they, yeah, that was always going a show. Its TV show. Oh, was it?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, number three, guys, Escape Room Tournament of Champions. I'm gonna be honest, did not know this was coming out. It probably would have been on the draft list, but uh, the the sequel to Escape Room Two, uh, Escape mm. Room. Oh, oh this is oh, the yeah. one where I the trailer
2: ruined. The trailers for
3: this.
2: I probably should have...
3: It must be so shitty that Alex didn't include it on the draft sheet.
0: I probably should have <laughs> thought of it because we had like a competition giveaway at work for tickets and we had we've had the trailer on the TV at the counter for like yeah. the last month. But well, the trailer for
2: this one must have ruined like the end of like three major like rumors oh, tra- in the Chris film like
1: <laughs> Chris and I saw something uh and the trailer came on for this and we feel like we've seen the whole film. Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. The that. trailer is so yeah. long.
0: Yeah. Also, it feels like it completely forgets the premise of an escape route. It ruins
1: mm. the first puzzle too. Um, like,
2: it ruins the few puzzles, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah, it ruins a lot of them. Well, it came in at third place in its first week. Uh it made eight point eight million dollars. Uh it's made fourteen point three worldwide off a fifteen million dollar budget. So I was wondering where the they, budget was. They make them for cheap. Uh yeah. it's got a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 73 uh critic score. No, nope, audience score. Number two. Black Widow, twenty five point eight million dollars in its second week. That's a sixty seven point eight percent drop off from last week, which is not very good.
0: <laughs> mm, I've seen headlines about this, in fact.
1: Yeah, and theaters are pissed at Disney. Yeah,
0: they're very they, angry.
1: They're blaming it all on Disney Plus. Um, Damn. So it it's made. Although worldwide, it has made two hundred and fifty one million dollars uh, off a two hundred million dollar budget. It's sitting on an eighty percent critic score and a ninety two audience. Tell you what, I went and saw it again because uh, I went and saw it with Michaela. Um, I enjoyed it more the second time. Really? I watched it again with mom and dad and I liked it less. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah but did you watch it? You watched it at home. Did Brayden go to the cinema to see yeah,
0: it? Yeah, I went like, to the cinema to see it. And could be
3: the experience as well. Yeah. Mm. I, 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 I felt more
0: comfortable in my initial wanting to give it a four. And I actually gave it a four on my second go around, but. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting hearing different things. about it. I've heard many different mixed opinions at work. So,
1: well, guys, at number one, come on and slam, and welcome, welcome. to space and welcome Space Jam into number one spot. <laughs>
2: Uh, nice. That wasn't as smooth as it could have been. But... No,
1: because I thought of it halfway through. <laughs> you just said that there's a new legacy of Boy Who's on Top. Hey, uh, Space Jam, a new legacy in its first week, made $31 million at the US box office. No drop-off because it's its first week. It's made $53.1 million worldwide off a $150 million budget. That's a big budget. It's an expensive movie. It's very expensive. All visuals you imagine. Yeah, there? it's the visual effects.
2: Mm, can't uh, wait for that to be nominated for a uh, <laughs> Academy Award. <laughs> I'm sure it will be.
1: Um, 31 critic score. Ooh, what? What are yeah, they doing, well, people? That's yeah. rough. I think that's too harsh. Yeah, that for sure. It's
3: fun. Hey it
0: critics, fun. we want you to go see this children's movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Can you and, really? Just berate it? Uh, it has an 81 audience score, though. That okay. makes no sense. So the audiences are liking it.
0: I would expect critics oh. to be at like a 65 oh.
1: to 75. IMDB's mm. got it at a 4.3
3: 30? out of 10.
1: Yeah. That's so raw. I've been on Reddit and looking on stuff, and everyone's everyone's just like, it's fun. Like, it's not, is it yeah. a good movie? Yeah, I think. No. But I feel invalidated.
2: Yeah, I feel like audience feel, should feel the same and do. like.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right, this brings us to a box office movie draft. So, in last place, still only one movie, it's Braden With In Whoa. the Heights, he's sitting on $29 million.
0: Just you wait. Those Australian
1: numbers for Snake Eyes are going to come
0: in hot <laughs> this
1: week. <laughs> All right, sitting in fourth place, It and Me, with one movie, A Quiet Place Part 2, $155.3 million. God. Still hasn't got,
3: oh, God, you've got this in the bag,
1: <laughs> Yeah. In third place, he nearly hit, he nearly broke into the two hundred milli club. Oh, he nearly got there. Christian, hundred and ninety-five point seven million dollars. Cruella is still your biggest hitter with eighty-three million dollars. Ooh,
2: thank you, Emma.
1: <laughs> we got reminiscence though, guys, so calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, er- everyone's got reminiscence. In the
2: back pocket.
1: When's that come uh, out? Uh rem- <laughs> I don't know. Uh all
2: right <laughs> did you just did you just snub off reminiscence yeah,
1: it did. comes out it
0: comes out 19th of august
1: hey get excited that's the first <gasps> time i've seen a poster
2: really yeah.
0: yeah
2: the 19th of august
0: yeah.
2: yeah i have even higher hopes for reminiscence is that, now is that your birthday that is my birthday <laughs> <Holy>
1: hey! <shit. laughs> beautiful it's
2: poetic uh, okay uh, it's meant to be <laughs> i almost don't want michael and brayden to have it now
3: <laughs> surely you're gonna see it on your birthday christian
2: yeah, I got it.
1: We're all going. <laughs> it's his Christmas <laughs> birthday present. In second we, we place, with two hundred and twenty-nine million dollars, Michael oh. with F nine being his biggest hitter that has made one hundred and fifty-five million dollars. God damn! Mm-hmm.
3: I'm happy. I get one and just one week. I mean, I'm in top. That's and number yeah. one.
1: She's got four movies. Her biggest hit is Black Widow with one hundred and thirty-four point six million dollars. Not
3: looking good.
1: Total two hundred and fifty-three point four million dollars. It's Death Space Jam coming in with a uh, thirty-one million dollars for you this week, propelling you to the top. Awesome. Very nice. So I'm happy.
3: That's so, that's
1: all I want. Just one week. So one just, week on top. So yep. just updates of uh stuff happening. Uh, Braden and I both have movies coming out this week, being GI Joe and Old. Michael's got a film next week being Jungle Cruise. And Re- obviously we heard Reveniscence is coming out on the 19th of <laughs> August. Uh, I don't know when sp- uh, Paw Patrol is coming out. Can we uh, look it up? Yeah. Uh, the Suicide Squad is coming out early next month, uh, Shang-Chi, uh, the month after, and then Don't Breathe sometime in between there. I'm waiting for Paw Patrol to get canned and then I'll have to jump
3: Thumbs
1: on out train. 21st of August. I kind of hope that Don't Breathe 2 gets canned so that we can all have... Reminiscence together. Reminiscence. You <laughs> um, ride or just,
2: die. Can
0: I just mention the first cast member who's listed on Paw Patrol, the movie? Is it Jake Gyllenhaal? It's Kim Kardashian. Oh. oh.
3: Yeah, we can't I lose. Mean, I mean, look the
1: same. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jake and Gyllenhaal, Kim Kardashian? Oh, well, <laughs> what? Randall D- Park? If D- is 7, in it, then. Jimmy Kimmel? Oh, it's going to bang. What the shit? With names like that? What? I'm quickly. sorry,
0: you, I'm, I'm thrown.
3: You, I have not before, heard a peek out of Kim Kardashian about this movie. I can tell you, she does not want people she's to not, not to... been sharing <laughs> it on her Instagram.
0: No. She's a close
2: personal friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: hey. Quickly, before jumping in, we did have two new trailers come out today. Um, one of them being for Jackass Four. Um, I did see that called Jackass Forever. Um, I cannot really?
0: believe they are making another one.
1: Yeah, they all look old, but they're all they look old, but I'm it doesn't look like they're slowing down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: I, I, That was my thing. I was
0: watching it going, this looks like it was made this, back this when like they were making
1: old ones. Yeah. Um, they got it a looks couple just as absurd and crazy bullshit. They've got a couple fun guests that fit this film perfectly. Eric Andre being one of them. Wasn't um, one of them bloody machine gun Kelly. Yeah. Machine gun Kelly's in it. Um, oh so I'm a, I look jackass films are always fun. Um, that uh, that I don't. I'm not sure if you can really call them films. More. The I will get you to.
0: I think you'll be you'll be reporting to us on that one.
1: <laughs> oh, I like. Look, like, probably Michael as well. Um, the second one was for a film that I believe Steph had on her most anticipated of the year. Uh, it's called The Last Duel. Oh, uh, the Ridley Rid- Scott. Yeah, Ridley Scott, Damon, Affleck,
2: Adam Damon. Driver. Oh. Uh, you love this,
3: Christian. You yeah, love this. Movie. The
2: Last Duel. You say.
1: Yeah, yeah you love it. It's basically. Uh, now that I
2: have my computer in front of me, I'm onto it.
1: <laughs> Brayden, can you read out the Look synopsis for that Look at Adam Driver! One? Holy shit! Can you read it out the synopsis awesome. for that
2: one, Brayden? Yes, I definitely Ooh.
0: can.
1: Ooh,
2: Ooh.
0: right. Uh, a woman claims she's been raped by her husband's best friend, Jean de Caru, Uh, But when no one believes her accusation, her husband challenges his friend to a duel—the last legally sanctioned duel in the country's history.
1: Based on a true story. It like looks like fun. <laughs> Does it? This looks God, awesome. Look at the it costumes. looks so
2: good. Jean de <laughs> The costumes and the
1: makeup
0: and the how they look. They look great. And by yeah. great, I mean they look I'm just excited like to see
3: Damon and Affleck. Oh, I like the Ridley cover art. And it's
1: historical. And Adam Driver. It's just everything you could and ever want in a movie. Look, if you love Ridley Scott, but have you seen who else wrote the screenplay?
3: Who?
1: Damon and Affleck wrote it. Oh, oh God. Of course they did. It's the Good Hunting Boys coming back.
3: We're oh, yeah. ready for this movie. I, I need to good. watch the trailer. Yeah, yeah I the, tra- seen the trailer.
1: Yet. Trailer looks really. It looks. It looks like a movie, man. It looks like a movie. Looks like a movie. It, no, it's one of those You know how every movie <laughs> nowadays has to be funny. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one that isn't like that. Good. This is like prepping for
3: award season. Yeah, this, this is, is gonna. Yeah. This
1: it looks like an epic. I'll say it. We've We got people in suits of armor.
0: Award season, here we come.
3: I
1: am.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes.
1: But, yeah, that's, uh, that's all. That's all I really have to report on that. The last all looks good. Uh, old looks good.
0: I like I like the report. The report at the end. You're, you're I like
1: welcome.
0: It. I do. I think that brings us to the end of this incredibly strange, weird, impromptu Zoom call episode. I feel like it went on track with our normal episodes. It's about on track. <laughs> yeah. Uh, except for that moment where we definitely all lagged. Um we did have a lull. That's in bad. a few
2: moments. We, if you would, wanna
1: that's why we have a support sample. us
0: so we have better uh, internet connections and we can afford better stuff. <laughs> support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash millennial movie talk. Um you can chuck us a couple bucks. Support the show. Uh, we need mic arms when we're back together again. Um, which hopefully will be next
1: week. We'll we see.
3: our Patreon. Christian right? needs a webcam
0: in case no. Christian needs, No, I his see. webcam's
3: working perfectly.
0: What do you He's got, there. Yeah. No,
2: yeah, just know nothing. Next time we'll have those issues um sorted solved. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh you well, can
0: uh, if... follow us on your podcast service of choice, whether that be Spotify or SoundCloud or whatever the shit you're on. Um Apple. If you're on Apple, review it and shit. Um yeah. but you can uh, find it all at anchor.fm slash millennial movies talk.
1: What do you want to jump in there, Alex? Oh, I was just calling them pussies. Oh, um. Okay. Well, I can really jump in, but we only have the money in the budget to solve one problem. So we either get Chris a webcam or we get new mic arms. So we have to take a gamble. <laughs> <It's> a gamble. <laughs> which, which one's going to happen? I thought We're we already for gamble.
0: But it, it's definitely going to be a mic arm. Because <laughs> um, his webcam's working perfectly. I don't see any issues. Um, but then you can uh, subscribe on YouTube if you're watching this right now and seeing uh, wonderful faces. We love YouTube. Um, you can uh, like the video, subscribe. All that, all that good stuff. stuff. Um, I will give a shout out as well to our friends over at Television Horror Podcast because they've been shouting us out a bunch. Oh, have um, they? Yeah, I <laughs> know. They've been shouting us out a bunch. And I really like what they're doing over there <laughs> at the moment. So every week um, they release an episode. It'll either be a spoiler cast where they do their usual deep dives into a single horror film that episode. And then in the off weeks, they talk about all the other random shit they want to talk about, whether that be horror news and stuff, or whether they just want to chat shit. They've got um, a really
3: good social media presence. They share lots yeah. of tidbits. I learned so much from their Facebook. Jen and- does an amazing can we job. we
0: hire
1: Jen to do ours as well? Yeah, Jen,
0: Jen and has, Dan. Jen has no free time to be able to do that at all. Um, but one day, if she if she does, put us a Patreon so we can buy Jen. Um, <laughs> but or Dan, we, we like Dan. Kind of Dan's amazing. Um, but uh, the entire so their new thing's called Splatter Chatter, which is great. I love that.
3: That's a really good name.
0: Yeah, but uh, if you're into horror movies, definitely go check them out because they are a blast to listen to.
3: Has he done anything they're on
0: they're Fear shit. Street? Uh, I don't know if they've discussed Fear Street yet. I think it's too new. Like they've been watching weird shit from like the seventies to the nineties. They have so been. It's
3: very niche. It fits,
0: but it's it's very modern. Uh, actually, their their most recent episode is about the uh, Halloween twenty eighteen. So, hey, we like that. Good timing for coming up to the next one soon.
1: Halloween kills. Mm. But uh, I think with that, I'm Braden. I'm Alex. I'm Steph.
2: I am Christian,
1: and we're out of here. Keep the music guys do, 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 do. we're not
2: really going anywhere <laughs> right here yeah <laughs>